The following podcast episode is a Studio Historias production. What's up? It's your girl Lily Hutchinson for Immigrant New York. Your oral cocktail fix on society and culture. Join me as we talk to people who are trying to make the life the immigrant way. You and me as a great will be. What's up? Okay, so our feature for this episode is a very good friend of mine, someone I've known for a long, long time ago, <laughs> way back in high school, back when we didn't know any better about life and everything else. Well, she probably did because she's way more mature than me, despite being way younger than me. And now she is a childcare slash behavior, behaviorable. <laughs> Behavioral therapist currently based in Melbourne. Is it is it Melbourne? Melbourne. 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 <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. Before we start, I cannot thank Alfeca of Studio Historias enough for being such a great producer, giving me deadlines and stuff and blah blah blah. But she is the reason my podcast is being played all over the place. Woot woot. So I did make it to the second episode. Yeah. Uh, or is this the third one? I'm not so sure. My mom brings is my excuse. But wow, still, since this podcast has been in the works for over a year, actually longer now that I think about it because I started wanting to have a podcast since forever. And I kept thinking about it and thinking about it as I, you know, as I kept going back and forth trying to decide to actually do it or not. But I actually made it. Yay! Congrats to me. Yay. Congrats? Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Okay, so I'm very excited for this episode because we are actually featuring, like I said, a very good friend of mine. She is the director of EA Philippines, a multicultural MELF, MELF, <laughs> mental health ambassador and a behaviorable, but why do I keep saying behaviorable? Behavioral slash childcare therapist who moved to Melbourne, Australia from the Philippines back in, is it 2019? Yeah, 2000. October 2019. October 2019 with a student visa, but is currently working on her permanent residency. And like most, her journey is not without challenges, but she has found a way to cope, to go through things with a smile on her face. She is, after all, a mental health ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean she's excused with all the challenges life throws to everyone just like how covid just got her recently <laughs> and like i said she um she what did i say like i said she's found a way to cope to go through things with a smile on her face like i expect her to be since she's one of the few people i know who is a go-getter a spark plug a self-starter definitely not a slouch please help me in welcoming abigail oh i mean i mean <laughs> b as in busy B or just B, she will explain. Welcome B. Welcome myself. <laughs> welcome myself. I welcome myself. So excited. So excited. We have lots of audience. <laughs> wood wood, my baby. Oh, I forgot to turn down the volume. My baby is our audience. So how are you? Kumusta? How is COVID? COVID? Oh my God. <laughs> like literally it got me like mentally, physically, like especially my mental health. It was oh not my gosh. good. Like it was, it was not good at that time. But you know, I just, I was just. So is it more mental or more, more physical? I think both. But I think it's more mental. I think. 
for you for you yeah because i don't have like as yeah aside from like you know i've i've thought a lot of stuff about myself and you know why i'm here at some point it got me to like like thinking that oh, i'm just going to pack up and leave and just go home and then <laughs> thinking about going home it's like but where is so home what am i going to do at home <laughs> yeah where is home and i keep on saying myself My home is myself, but I am not in right, myself right. right now because of this COVID stuff. No, so yeah. you were left. You were left hard. with your your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thoughts, and then everything. So I actually cried for maybe almost a week. Like I was crying the whole time, like really crying and crying and crying. And what was that? How is it different being able to go through like being sick in a different country and being sick when you're you're like back home in the Philippines? Um, back in the Philippines, you know, I have people like I have my I have my dad. I have like you know all all like like staple foods like you know comfort foods, but here, my goodness, I have to like oh, I want to eat sinigang. I want to eat like this, but you know, and then few days after, I don't have like appetite, and I'm nauseous, and then I don't have anyone here. But the healthcare system here is really good as well. They have like we have free PCR tests, we have free rapid tests, so you just have to like drive through, and then you know it's easy. It's you know, and um, hospitalization is good as well. We have um healthcare like insurance but what would you rather have would you rather have support group or would you rather have a good um <laughs> a good <laughs> vote yeah yeah i was gonna say that would can be really nice yeah, yeah yeah can i have because you know sometimes um you know what they say you, you just don't have to like choose between the two but w- when you can have both why yeah why <laughs> That's right. But I'm glad. But I, I was going to start with some other question. But um, thanks for telling me, I'm, you, know, you know, starting it off with the COVID story. Yeah. Um, having COVID in a different country. That's, we can go back to that later. But um, you are in Melbourne, Australia, correct? Melbourne. Melbourne. Correct. Uh, correct. When, so you got there October 2019. Uh, how long has it been? Now? Three years naman siguro. Mag three years. Three years? This October, yeah. Three 20, years. 2022, oh. 2019, 20, I think. 21, 21, 21. No, I think. No, four years. 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, three. no. Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it. Because you left October 2019. I left November 2019. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Yeah. We are actually in like a very similar journey. I didn't yeah. even realize. I thought you were like a year, like you went earlier than me for some reason. But anyways, that's crazy. Yeah. So how you're did- always a month before you- me. <laughs> What way? Yeah. Your birthday is in August. My birthday is September. Oh, I see it. Your podcast is August. My podcast is September. And you're right? September. <laughs> So we are just like, yeah. uh, calling, paging, um, studio historians. Yeah. We need help. We need help. <laughs> yeah, we need help. That's so true. Um, so can you walk us through the process that you went through a little bit of how I know it hasn't been super easy for, you know, it's not 
super easy for people from the Philippines to get visas, typically like work visas and stuff like that. But for you, with your experience, can you walk us a little bit with um, how it was and what you needed to do and stuff like that? Just a little bit. Uh, it was, um, I will not say it was hard or it was easy, but it was like, you really have to do a lot of documentations and all of this stuff. So you have to like uh, follow all instructions because they have different um, system here. Like for example, even like if you print your paper and have it like um, no tries with a lawyer, it needs to be in an A4 paper. So like in the Philippines, we don't use A4 paper. We just use like the standard, the legal size. But A4 is different. So that's their legal size here. So if you had it in a letter or like legal size, they're not going to accept it? No. No, so you have to like scan it and in A4 as well. So you can have it printed on a legal paper and then have it notarized and then scan it. But when you get here, it's in the legal size. It needs to be an A in an A4. Wow. So, you know, by that, yeah. So you have to buy all those and then you have to print. You have to go to the lawyer to, you know, um, notarize, copy furnish, etc. And then you have to like really follow every rule. And then we have this like a GTE, like a genuine test entrant that you have to do an essay like a 10 page or 15 pages essay like why are you going to study here in australia and what's your purpose and then why why do you need to like like you have to prove that you you will just study and then you'll come back to the philippines oh because so, you you were trying to get a student visa correct yeah I'm do- yeah that's what you okay what was the most challenging part of that of that whole process uh, so actually it's about the agency the migration agent you really need you, like you really need to oh have, so you like, went for an agency migration agent cause, okay yeah because you, you you can you can do it by yourself but sometimes the, the immigration for here in sure. australia is, they change every now and then but through yes but through so migration agent, they know the changes they know all these things so yeah they're updated so if you applied like for example like january and then you wanted to like to do schooling at around like late October or you know or September, then wow, uh, there will be a lot of changes as well because they have it changes that eat that quick. Yeah, so it's not as yeah 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 they change like every sometimes every month or every every financial year financial year is july so they change every now and then yeah so it depends on their needs it depends on their like they because they evaluate every now and then like for example like this july they started like oh we're going to have uh we're going to give the the international students mm-hmm. a visa like a temporary visa like a temporary working visa that graduated uh that studied for two years without skill assessment because they need a skill assessment it means that you have an experience in your country or here for two years so now they took it out like without skill assessment as long as you've studied so we're going to give you like that visa because they really need people so Mm. they evaluate every now and then the needs of the you know like the state like i'm here in melbourne so this differs from state to state oh okay so i'm in melbourne victoria so victoria is my state so they differ every now and then so they can also bring that back if if they need to bring it back if they think that yeah yeah so like here melbourne is like they call it the educational state because most good schools are here here so people like go here to study and really like yeah i think they have good schools 
here, I, I think. And, but, oh, that's why. But, okay. But some, like, the school that I went, it was not really good because some of the migration agents, they just give you schools that has, like, you know, like, it benefits them, it gets them, like, you know, it gives them... Oh, sure. Yeah, it pays them well and stuff like that. And if you haven't really, like, if you didn't do your research, then you're all... You're, you're done. Can you move to a different school when you're there? Um, Before... Um, you can move after six months. Okay. After six months of schooling. But now, you have to finish your course. Oh, okay. So, they've changed that as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. They've changed that as Keep well. Keep changing yeah. those things. Because you applied for a student visa. Is applying for a student visa the same as applying for, say, a tourist visa? You know, like how I think we tried to look into getting a tourist visa to, I don't know, like in Australia, and they were asking for bank accounts. It, this is just like a question that I get all the time. If you, do you need to also still provide like yeah. bank accounts? Yeah, you have, you have to, you have to prove that you're able to pay because I think that bank accounts is the same as, you know, like in US as well. If you, like I've tried um, I, I, I did like tourist visa as well in the U.S. So I think the bank account, it's all about that you are able to pay your visit. Yeah, your way or you pay your school or you have something to come back. Like if, if you do tourists, like you have to prove that you have properties, you have people in the Philippines that you have like you have something to come back that you're not going to migrate here. So your intentions. Yeah, your intentions. So one of mm-hmm. the things that right. you know you want to come back in the Philippines is your money, is your properties, and you know. Yeah, especially yeah. especially you because you're a very good looking girl, and <laughs> if you're single, and they're like, uh, I don't think we want her here because she's just gonna try to snag one yeah. of our Australian boys. Yeah, the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then um, what is your status right now? What was I going to say? What is your status right now? Because you are still in a student visa, correct? So here's the thing, because I'm supposed to finish my school. I took diploma of mental health. Because um, mm-hmm. my purpose is that I'm going to build a mental health um, like centers in uh, center in the Philippines since last March 2019, the Mental Health Act in the in Davao, um, yeah, in Davao City, it was approved already. So it's easier to yeah to really oh, wow. you know build this stuff, especially if you have like support from the government. So uh, my course is supposed to be two years. So October 2019 and 2020, and I, I'm supposed to finish, I was supposed to finish last 20, like last year, 2021, October. But um, because of the pandemic, we we had the longest lockdown, Melbourne. I think Australia. Yeah. the lo- Around the world. So Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because of this lockdown, we were not able to do our placements or what we call the OJT in the Philippines or OPT okay. in the US. Okay, yep. So... We have to find on the job training and what was yeah on the job training what was the um, the o o p t o p t um optional practical training oh okay something like that yeah I think that's what they call in the U S so here we call it placement so we need like the school needs to provide us a service where we can do our you know placements and they can't find anything because when the borders were open and you know offices were open services were open there there, there was a surge like a surge of people or schools that, 
you know, and our school was not tied up to a certain service center to do our placement. So we have to forward, forward, forward. To make the long story short, we have to extend our visa, our student visa. And now, yeah, so my visa ended last November 2021 and we need to extend it until this year. It was supposed to be until April. Yeah, yeah, April or like May. And then, um, because in the Philippines, we need to do uh, like a medical biometrics and all of, all of those stuffs. Other countries like um, European Union countries like my flatmate, they don't do uh, medical, uh, like medical exams. So their visa is easily granted. So ours, you, it, it will not be granted without medical. So that's what's keeping you. Medical exams. So yeah, that, yeah. So now, yeah. So now I'm, I'm still on my bridging visa. We call it bridging A. So while we are waiting for our student visa to be approved. So are you still getting a student visa or are you working on your permanent residency? I believe the last time we talked, you were thinking of getting a permanent, um, how do I say it, like a permanent uh, residency. Permanent residency, yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this is like the first step on doing the permanent oh, okay. residency. You have to finish sure. your student visa, finish your school. So I'm not yet done with my... So instead of two years, I'll be doing four years instead because of these placements. Oh my God. <laughs> I swear. This... You just love going to school, don't you? <laughs> no, I think I think because after this, I'm doing my master's because um, one of the things that I really want to do is to do, um, to put up a clinic, uh, clinic for myself. Like, you know, not just for, no, like my like um, private practice. <laughs> sure. You know? But where so, are you? Where, where do you want to do that? In the Philippines or in Australia? Or? Here and in the Philippines as well. Because I'm doing oh, okay. like an online counseling and therapy. And um, I think the Philippines, the Filipino people really needs this one. Because there's a need. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I I need that one too, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody does. So yeah, um, it's like me, I also need it. I, you know, like um, it really need. It, it's really good to have some help. Like, even me, even though I know the process and all those stuff. So, do you talk to yourself and give yourself advice? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do that. But sometimes it's just, you know, like what we call na mapang-abot, no? Maabtan judda, you know? So, what does that mean? Oh, In English? Um, like, <laughs> here we go. That. Like, <laughs> here we go, here we here go, we go again, you know? There's no direct translation No, there really that. is not. <laughs> Right? It's going to catch you up, you know, it's going to catch you up. So I think okay, that's the yep, yep. thing, it's going to catch you up, right? So, yeah, so I have to like really um, do, do, do like, you know, ask help. So I think that's the first thing, you know, ask help for, for, for some time, for having all these things around me, what's going on and like having someone to process it. And it's really very important to have that kind of support because at the end of the day, it's just, you know. There's always someone to support you. So yeah, so that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, going back, yeah, I'm still in my bridging visa though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but that's the thing that going, yeah, going through the like, you know, if if that's one of the process, like going through uh the process of PR. Sure. So I'm still on my step okay, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but before you know it, it's gonna be like, you know, wherever you want to be. Um, so I do like I do like your journey. And my next question is, uh, what have been 
your top three challenges that you faced up front when you got to Australia. But before you answer that question, I wanted to just dedicate this episode to my beautiful baby girl that I just gave birth to four months ago. <laughs> As of this recording, baby Leah. Baby Leah. Maski gahilaka ka, you still light up my life. I love you. <laughs> So now you can go ahead. Uh, what have been your top three challenges that you faced up front when you got to Australia? Being an immigrant, um, being new, you know? Because yeah, I'm like, when I when I moved here, I don't know anyone in Melbourne. Like, no one. So, um, like, my housing and stuff like that. I think it was just, you know, it was um, orchestrated well by the universe. So, I went, I went here with without like i really don't know anyone so i just asked someone like do you know someone for like you know where i can where i can rest and all this th- i mean where i can stay so um they just referred me to this person and then when i got there i don't like so you them. got there you you got to you australia you got to australia you didn't know anyone yeah you didn't have a place to stay I or have, how did yeah, you i don't have a place to stay so i just asked someone the i think the one who's helping me with with my papers um, oh, in the Philippines. Yeah, in the Philippines. That um, by the way, I don't have a place to stay because my visa, <laughs> my visa arrived um like on a Monday, on a Monday, and I and my class will be next Monday. So I have to pack up and then you know like um not just pack up my stuffs, but I have to like really um have a meeting with my staff because I'm doing EA Philippines. So, uh, you know, I have to like do a lot of meetings and, you know, sign up all papers, some things, etc, etc, etc. So everything that I need to leave in the Philippines. So, so I arrived in Melbourne. So my visa arrived on, on a Monday. I arrived in Melbourne, I think Saturday. And then um, someone <laughs> picked me up that I don't even know him. So I just booked him anyway. So um, I just, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing he didn't abduct yeah, you. Yeah, right? Oh my god, I just thought that it's just now that I've thought that oh my god, I was so safe. Anyway, it's safe to be here. So <laughs> there's a lot of CCTV, so yeah. No, I just I just, That is very bold. I, know that I just realized that now. Oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, right? And then um, you know, we just put I just put up my two um large lag luggages in his car. His and then um I had when I stayed there for a night, I really did not like the place. It's so um noisy and all of those things. And um I'm not comfortable. So the next morning on a Sunday, I said, Ah, oh, maybe I should go to my school and then look where it is and stuff like that. And then I saw this, you know, like um like a post on the on a, a bulletin. Yeah. Like a oh, house for rent and stuff. I room for rent. And then I saw the picture. Oh, it's clean and stuff like that. Luckily, or blessedly, as I say, <laughs> that uh, there were Filipinos. And they're even from Davao. And then, yeah, what? and we were batchmates, but in a different school. So they know me because back, you know, back when I was in... Just because you're B. <laughs> no, because back when I was in college in Ateneo, um, we we had this like a project like um interschool camaraderie. So we cre- I created mm-hmm. this project um a camaraderie interschool competition, and then they were part of it. So I think they're from Broken Shire or something like that. Yeah. So we are batchmates, and th- yeah. So we really 
Shout out, shout out. Yeah, so we know, he, they know me, but I don't know them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to Chris and Jeff. Yeah, they're Chris and Jeff. They're um, magasawa sila. They're husband and wives, yeah. So um, they also moved. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, they also moved here. So yeah, so it was like, like, and then that Saturday uh, afternoon, I told them, like, can I move this evening? Because I really don't want to sleep in this house anymore. And luckily, it's just like few few houses away from where I I um I slept that night. So and they were very accommodating. And um yeah, that's one of the things housing. And second is money. So um uh, just a quick rewind. I went to um last twenty eighteen. My dad had a heart attack. So, uh yeah. Oh my gosh, doc. So sorry. Yeah. So we have to like really spend a lot. So anyway, I spent my money, my Australian for my Australia school money there. So I don't have really like enough money like left to like to re- like pocket money to spend here. So I only have like five hundred dollars. Like. <laughs> 500 US dollars. In Australia? In Melbourne? Yeah, Australia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I have $500 and I have to like, oh shit, I have to, you know, like pay some tuition, like school and stuff and like my living. Anyway, this couple where I lived, um, they always like, um, because like in the fridge, like, oh, be your, 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 part of the fridge, like on top is yours, ours is like at the bottom. So they keep on putting food on my... <laughs> <laughs> on my like yeah oh that's so sweet like for maybe for three months like i'm not because maybe they saw that i'm not eating i don't <laughs> i don't have any groceries or stuff anyway but i pay rent on time you know so oh my god i didn't know how i even survive and then when my some of my friends knew that i was here they were like oh we will send you money and stuff like that so some people sent me money and then they always say, "Oh, this is not oh, the borrow wow. money. This is this is for you. This is you know, um, you've helped us a lot before and stuff like that." I didn't even think about that, you know, like how I help them, but they just you know like giving back. So, um, like part of abundance is really receiving. So I just receive. I just I I don't say like I don't deserve this. I just said like okay, I receive. Thank you. So that's just it. I just receive and I say right, thank right. you. Then. That's it. Yeah. So that's the that's the most thing like really like your my my survival and um and I don't even have anyone here. So uh and then one of the things as well. The, the third thing is really the school. My challenge is yeah, the school itself. Like they're not really good in their customer service. They just, you know, they just want us to like Ah, uh, you just have to pay on time, pay on time, but they don't give us really good, like good, good um, uh, customer service at all. So we were, I am so stressed, like my anxiety level, like I've never had anxiety attacks before in my entire life, and with this, like I was like, oh my god, I cannot breathe three in the morning because of uh, what they're putting us through. Like oh my god! Like I swear. Really. So, yeah, I think that's the yeah. I think that's the thing. But and how did you cope? How did you like go through with all of these challenges? Um, actually, I'm just taking one day at a time. I still go back to myself. That be the only thing that you can control is yourself. You just have to trust the process. 
because most of the things that I that I was not like especially in this school is that it's not in my hands anymore it's in their hands like especially like when our visa expired where because when your visa expired your certificate we call it COE certificate of enrollment also expires so for you to have a new visa they need to you need to have a new certificate of enrollment a COE and then if our visa will ex- expire on November 30 they still did like on November 29 we still don't have our our COE yet so November came so we have to call them every now and then and then we don't have to prove them that you know because before you can get that you need to prove that you know um you need an extension and then we said we don't need to prove that we need extension because you already know that we still don't have placements <laughs> oh you know like my goodness so Duh. yeah so and then when you call them they'll say oh we will get back to you shortly and then i said what how shortly is shortly so you know <laughs> so three months pass oh is this Where still short in- <laughs> you know oh my god oh my gosh yeah. so you just laugh about it too sometimes yeah or- we just laugh about it because like you know it's really about just trusting the process it's really trusting the process like really embracing myself like being here being with myself like be you've you've gone through all this you don't have you know you went to australia without like without cash you just only have like $500 and stuff i don't think so that you know nah, it will just yeah you've been there for three years yeah, so yeah we've i i've just been like learning how to really again trust the process seeing things through and just letting go and just be like you know how i say my name just be just B and that's why it's just yeah. B. I wanted you to explain that. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing because people were like they don't really know like oh your first name is Abigail people will, will guess it's Beatrice or Belinda or whatever. So like yeah, it's Abigail. So <laughs> it's just B because my last name is like Beyonce. Yeah, like like Juson, right? J U S O. I just got it from that just from my last name like like j u s o n and then um b like yeah but it's your it's a narrative for your life of the, to remind you also right let's yeah. it's super nice yeah oh wow that's really really good i mean it's just it's crazy i i love hearing how you know like your journey and just you know it gives me Uh, it's it gives me the inspiration also to just get through with the stuff that I'm going through. <laughs> yeah, right. So, What is next for you? Are you wanting to stay there? Because we're gonna try to wrap this up. Uh, um, yeah, I'm still going for the PR, the permanent residency. I really wanted to do my clinic here. I'm studying. Um, I'm studying the system here, the mental health system here, to bring back to the Philippines. And um, one of the things is that after this, I'm taking my last. I hope my last course, which is Masters of <laughs> Social Work, because the thing is, I really wanted to do clinical psych, but um, like unlike in the Philippines or in the U.S., um, when you do a four-year course, like me, I did a different course in the Philippines. I can do clinical psych at any time, but here you you can't really do clinical psych at any time. You have to be like a psychologist first. So you need to do four-year course of like psychology and then some interns around so around like two years and another two years of experience so around like maybe like in a year of something so after eight years you can do your clinical psych already so people yeah people from the philippines who graduated psychology when they come here they cannot do clinical psych because they have to go back to like back to zero but 
the other option is you can do a master's of social work, which is you can I can you can still put up a clinic, you can still be a therapist. Um, the thing is that it's just more on psychosocial than clinical than clinical. So I'm a yeah, so that's what I'm going to do so that I can put up my clinic here and then I can also put up a clinic in the Philippines. So that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. Oh, that is so very inspiring. I cannot wait until you until you actually do that because I know you go, I know. Do, you'll definitely go places. So I'm gonna try to yeah, I'm gonna try to wrap it up because I, I I I'm just for my episodes I try to do like thirty uh twenty to thirty minutes, but I I could go on and on and talk about this forever, and we can just like talk about it. We can probably just turn it off and talk about it. But so before I go to my ending <laughs> stuff, I wanted to just ask a quick question to uh, a quick question for you yes you listening to my beautiful voice right now (laughs) are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to actually start look no further studio historias is your one-stop shop so i'm i'm talking to you to (laughs) be studio historias has been this podcast's guiding light through and through contact ask studio historias at gmail.com that's ask ask at studio uh, no sorry ask studio historias at gmail.com <laughs> or check their socials at at studio historias at facebook instagram and twitter oh my goodness again this has been such a great great time with you i'm so glad that you you waited up for me before you know my my baby started waking up and stuff and um i like the fact that you know your, my main takeaways that I really like is, you know, trusting the process. And the only the only thing that you can control is yourself. <laughs> it's just beautiful and, and really embracing yourself. And I'm glad that you are and you look radiant as always. And before we go, though, uh, what general advice would you give to people who are in a similar situation as you? Um, Maybe... It's still the same, like trust the process and follow your heart, follow your heart's desire and like just be prepared to meet the new version of yourself every time you you shed another layer of your old self that you really want to, you know, because as you let go, like your perspectives and your interests will also shift. And this kind of transformation is like a very natural in our human form as we travel the road, I mean, we travel the, the, the road of like, to a greater self-awareness, happiness, healing, and, you know, inner peace. Oh, I love that inner peace. That used to be my Wi-Fi password. (laughs) Right? So inner peace. Inner peace, one, two, three, clap. (laughs) And uh, anything else you'd like to add before we... Uh, before we go yeah so um i think yeah um nothing more i think um um uh maybe i'll i'll i'll, I'll be starting my podcast i think maybe next Yay! month i'm i'm looking for that <laughs> i'm visualizing it because i really need it um i need someone to help me with this one and all these video clips that you know like um lectures meditation um progressive you know and um uh, my 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 therapies as well so that you know i don't have to repeat this every now and then i'll just tell them that you can just go on my episode like this and do this and that or maybe tiktok you'd probably the, yeah no, no, a no, very cool yeah. therapist <laughs> you just go to your my TikTok. god i just need a tag i just need a tag maybe like a just yeah just be maybe just be fine i, I think know. i think that's a good yeah. one just be therapy <laughs> or 
Yeah, just be therapy. Like, just be... Because, like, um, like, every time, like, people ask me, like, your email address, you know, if, if they wanted to, like, do consultation, like, like, I have, like, what I created was, like, just be dot yourself at gmail.com. Because just, you know, you just have to be right. yourself. But so, sometimes yeah. you have to go through a lot of things to, for a process <laughs> until you get to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where can yeah, people check yeah, you out? You just have to really... You ha- do you have Instagram, um, Facebook? I- I have Instagram. My Instagram is beautifully made. So that's spelled as B-E-E and then U-T-I-F-U-L-L-Y-M-A-D-E. And my Facebook is Just Be, like J-U-S-B-E. If it's a link, it's a Just Be, J-U-S-B-E dot zero five. Oh, there you go. There you go. You don't have TikTok or Snapchat? No, no. You haven't jumped on that bandwagon yet. I haven't jumped that yet, yeah. I'm too, like, too productive. <laughs> I'm too productive to, like, really do on social media. I can I can just handle maybe two. If I have, like, um assistant, maybe I can do that. As, <laughs> or secretary. Oh, uh, we will probably. We, yeah, an, an executive yeah. secretary. <laughs> just yeah. talk to her. <laughs> well, that, that wraps up our session today. We would love it if you connected with us on social media. Immigrant Leors is finally on Instagram and Facebook under... I believe it's at Immigrantly Yours. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> we just kind of started, is it? Okay. And it's also on Twitter as at IMY Podcast. And if you want to say hello, drop us a line at hello at immigrantlyyours.com. And our next episode comes out next week after next, if I am not mistaken. Join us again as we talk to Jenna Rodriguez from a petitioner's point of view. She is married to Gio. I think that's how you spell it. Uh, I mean, pronounce it. Who is from Mexico, I believe. And I can't, yeah, and I can't wait to hear how her experience has been on bringing her loved one over to the land of milk and honey. Hmm. (laughs) It's always a good experience for me to talk to people who are not necessarily in the same situation, but similar. It, you know, it gives me a sense of community to have the feeling where I go, guess it's not just me going through these things. I'm not special after all. Again, thanks for tuning in. Immigrantly Yours is hosted by your gal Louie Hutchinson. Catch us again week after next for some churvalicious immigrant experience conversations with people who are trying to make the life the immigrant way. And what do we say when life throws us lemons? We don't make tequila. We throw them to other people instead. (laughs) Sharing is caring. After all, look out. You and me as afraid we'll be. Okay, one, two, three. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop na na to. Tapos pwede pa tayo mag-chat ka, Diyot, kaya ako nga di mata akong anak.